Good morning, and welcome to this edition of Advice Worth Keeping, KPMG's podcast series where we interview firm executives and thought leaders, as well as third-party industry luminaries and experts on important global business trends, topics, and leading practices. My name is Stan LaPique, and I lead global research for KPMG's Management Consulting Services Group. And I'm pleased to have with us here today Mr. Corey Jacobson. Corey's a member of the U.S. firm. He's a director in the CIOA advisory practice. So, Corey, thanks for joining us here today on Advice Worth Keeping. Glad to be here. The topic today is cloud, which is obviously a very big topic, but I think we want to drill into some specific benefits cloud can bring and some use cases around the support of mergers and acquisitions as well as divestitures. So look at how does cloud help with the integration of organizations and their systems or the separation of them? Because obviously integration is a key element of success when it comes to separations and integrations and, and often quite challenging. The, the hope is, and I think the reality that Corey will share with us based on what he's seen in the field, the cloud really can be beneficial in terms of helping with both of these types of very important and often very challenging efforts within organizations. So maybe, Corey, to start, how does the, the use of cloud help organizations realize the deal value, which is the point of you know, M&As and divestitures, and realize that value, but also realize it more quickly than they might have in the past if they didn't have the benefit of cloud infrastructure? That's a really good question. Deals are full of optimism and promises to rain down value across the business. Companies are continuing to transact mergers, acquisition, and divestitures, optimize their portfolios, and to achieve their growth goals. The majority of these deals have some level of IT integration or separation, which can be very complex and challenging, as you said. The integrations You have to quickly overcome technology barriers in order to consolidate and streamline the IT landscapes and the business processes. On the other hand, separations are all about speed to execution due to your standing up an entirely new company. Then there's the third scenario where you do them both together in an asset swap where IT is in the situation of having to integrate a purchase part of another company while separating out a part of their company that was sold to the other company. It can get fairly chaotic at times. So next question is, how does cloud play into that, into breaking through those barriers and over those challenges? So I think of this in context of a merger and acquisition or integration is just another business event or another demand event of IT. The business is always asking and challenging IT to do more with less or to just do more with what they have. IT has to be a little bit smarter about how it goes about integrations and separations as part of everyday business. It is an extreme event. It is a rather large event at times, but many corporations or many companies are doing this type of activity or transacting these types of deals on a regular basis or on a more frequent basis, meaning IT has to have a playbook and they have to have a way to do it faster and cheaper, and that's where cloud comes in. IT is typically a key risk in any of these integrations or separations, largely due to legacy systems and some companies' outdated ways of working, which can quickly become barriers to achieving the deal's real value. So the biggest challenges in those legacy systems and ways of working is efficiency, cost, and speed, which are what you want in integrations and separations. So more often than not, these most common factors are what's determining a deal's success. So IT's additional approach to these in INS programs has what I call the illusion of speed and control, where lots of people doing lots of activity 
and trying to do them relatively quickly, but the needle's not moving very far. And also with control, they're also trying to control it, keep it all in-house, keep it all close to the vest. So they have this illusion of doing lots of work really fast and under what they consider control. Once again, the integration needle or the separation needle is not moving across the dial as quickly as it should. So cloud now flips that a little bit more. With cloud has matured with its service models and also a lot of the delivery approaches around continuous everything. So continuous integration and delivery are a couple of examples. Now you can get, if you've standardized across different as a service models, you can now have that desired speed to value while also transforming the company. So now you're not only saying like for like, but now you can do like for like faster and then give yourself the opportunity to even do something that's even more transformative to push the value needle even farther. So companies really need to understand this critical shift in order to gain an advantage in reducing the time to value and increasing the overall value. Corey, is this for the executives of firms that are aggressive with separations or acquisitions that result in integration. Do you think they're really aware of this, such that they're saying, you know, we're aggressive in this respect as an organization. I better make sure making our appropriate investments in the cloud to support this. Or in contrast to that, for firms that have done a good job in terms of the standardization that you described and done a lot of investment in cloud, in those organizations, do you see the CIO taking that up to the senior executives to explain to them how they might potentially be able to be more aggressive with integrations and separations, or just more in firms that have it, they do better in firms that don't, they struggle. But is this becoming common knowledge as a strategic asset for integrations and separations? It's actually a really good point. And the short answer is no, not yet. In that the cloud technologies, they're still focused on how do I operate my business as usual, more efficient, more cost-effective, and with less. The next step is to be part of the business strategy, have cloud be part of the business strategy. And if part of that business strategy is acquisitions and divestitures, then you have to bring cloud to the table as part of the deal valuation. What does that mean? It means bring the IT leaders to the table early on in the deal. Assess IT's cloud proliferation and maturity. What I mean by that is, do we have, how are we using the cloud? Do we have an as-service model that's been architected properly, it's been documented, and we know how things are connected, so how applications talk to one another? And then how has cloud been proliferated throughout the organization? Is it just by business unit or is it across the enterprise? And is it standardized across the enterprise? So when I want to carve things out or bring things in, I can use what I would call a permit to operate or a permit to build to get into company's IT landscape. And then other ways, they should also be looking as part of the deal is how to identify additional cloud-driven opportunities to achieve the values. As you're looking for opportunities on the business side, whether that's a tax inversion or if you're looking from an IT side, how can cloud help me? So does that mean... If I go to a software as a service, instead of having some on-prem, does that help get me there faster? And is that where my long-term advantage is or my long-term goals are? And then 
updating the deal strategy to incorporate the use of the cloud to hit the synergy targets. The last but not least is identifying resources within IT that can understand not only the technology piece, but also can understand the deal piece to a certain extent to figure out how cloud makes that happen. So then, Corey, is it really one-size-fits-all relative to the cloud investments, or is it more important, for example, to perhaps focus on infrastructure and platform as a service first, or maybe focus more on software as a service first in terms of building out this capability, or is it really all three of equal importance? And is there any difference in terms of the importance of the different elements of cloud depending on the type of work you're looking at, whether a separation or an integration or maybe something in certain industries, or is it really just the more cloud, the better? You have to be thoughtful about this in that in doing an integration or separation, one of the long poles in a tent in the first pole that has to go up is the IT core services and, as you mentioned, the infrastructure. So we have to be able to provision very quickly the compute, or in other words, the servers, the storage, and the network. Without those three basic components in, sooner than later, Everything else is basically at a standstill. The data, the application, and the processes that all sit on top of that in the platforms can only do so much work around designing and blueprinting, but at some point, the rubber has to meet the road, and they got to start implementing or developing and then implementing. So where cloud can help there is you can very quickly provision those IT core service or infrastructure services sooner than later, and by that I mean it can cut it down from months to days and weeks. In doing several of these, the challenge has always been is how quickly can I stand up my infrastructure so I can start doing everything else. And that's not just the compute and storage. We can go down a layer deeper into the data center. So some innovative ways that you can start thinking about this is the emerging data center providers are thinking about cross-connects. And if you have multiple cloud providers and you have your own data centers and you're using their data center space, instead of building out large complex networks, they're allowing you, they've already built the network to the different cloud providers and to yourself, if you're in their data center landscape, to very quickly cross-connect those cloud providers and your data centers with high-speed, reliable connectivity. That cuts down on a lot of capital outlay and a lot of time and effort on your side. So instead of waiting weeks and months for a network to be stood up and then a few more weeks and months to get the infrastructure set up, you're now going to days and weeks to get all that set up. So that can save you a lot of time and money. Great stuff here today. So to wrap up, maybe some parting words of wisdom for our listeners, either those that have made some strong investments into cloud or those that that have not. What should our listeners do once they sign off from this podcast? As the number of these deals continue, IT can no longer come along for the ride or be seen as the barrier or the key risk. Instead, they need to be the critical driver and an enabler to realizing the value of the deal. So with maturing of cloud platforms, the infrastructure as a service, platform as a service, and software as a service, and even data center as a service, deals can look not only at accelerating the deal value, but how they can increase their competitiveness. So in order for this to work, IT leaders need to be engaged throughout the deal lifecycle and be seen as that technology broker, integrator, and orchestrator. 
Okay, Cardinal, thank you very much for your time today. Obviously, M&A divestitures are huge and unfortunately too often don't always deliver the value they promised or deliver it on time at least. So I think you've laid out a great case for how organizations need to think about the role of cloud in supporting these efforts and also if they are firms that are aggressive with these efforts, make sure they're doing their work to build out their cloud capability. So, Corey, great stuff and thank you for your time here today on Advice We're Keeping. Thank you so much. And you can find the links to the items you referenced in the show today below the podcast. If you're online, of course, the URL for that is kpmg.com slash US slash podcast. That's a wrap. Thanks for your participation. 